guys, it's Marvin Ambrosius here, and I've got an amazing and very special guest with me, Mr. Patrick Hutchinson. You might recognize him because he basically done something very, I'd say, superhero-ish, but at the same time, it's in the realms of the person that he is prior to this event happening, because he would have done this regardless because of the business he's in, and that is helping other people and becoming the best version of themselves. So Patrick, thank you so much for coming in with me today. And um, yeah, I just wanted to talk to you a bit more just about and get an insight about your fitness journey and why you went into the fitness industry and why you've stayed in the fitness industry for such a long time, because there's been so many changes. So just give us a bit of background of what got you into fitness. Well, uh, thanks, thanks for having me. You know, like uh, it's an honor to uh, to be here. We, we we bumped into each other at an event. Uh, we got on like a house on fire, and now I'm here. So, uh, yeah, long may the the friendship continue. Uh, Definitely, bro, hundred percent, man. Um, yeah. So for me, um, I have to confess, I may I've probably not been in uh, in the fitness industry as long as you think. Uh, probably not as long as yourself, anyway. No, we're so probably going to be the same. This is what I wanted to know. We're probably the same. Like, no. so I, so I worked in the um, uh, corporate industry for quite a while um, in investment banking within IT and um, for numerous, numerous investment banks, Japanese, French, Dutch, uh, you name it. I think Australian. I think I've worked right across the board over about 20, spanning 23 years. And um, eventually, I mean, I started off in computer operations, you know, then sort of got up to uh, um, project management and was, was delving in program management. And then I called it a day. Um, number of reasons, you know, the, the, the old glass ceiling. Um, Hit the wall. Toxic, yeah, the, the toxic environment. Um, it just wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. And um, it wasn't my first love. Uh, my mum sort of made me go into uh, IT. Um, because she was a bit of a, uh, I used to call her Notre Damas because she was a, a visionary. Yeah. And she saw that computers are the future and she said I should go into computers. So I did. And, you know, I managed to make a good earning, a good living, mm. ran my own limited company for 20 odd years, was able to buy my house and have a, a, a good lifestyle out of it. But eventually when I hit uh, 40, when I hit 40, I started having issues. Uh, my performance dropped. I just wasn't enjoying it. Getting up in the morning was 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 a was a really was really difficult. I would sort of sit at the corner of my bed with my hand in my head, thinking, "Yeah, how long can I do this for?" At like four forty-five in the morning, the travelling was I couldn't take the travelling. Everything just seemed to come to a head. And then I think by forty-two, two of two years of that, forty-two, I just um, well my contract wasn't renewed, uh-huh. and it was like the kick up kick up the backside I needed because. I never had the, the the guts to just leave because the money was so good. Exactly. But, um, so so um, obviously, you know, there was a there was an intervention from the higher power, and they decided to get rid of me, and and it's what I needed. Yeah, kick up the bum. Sometimes you got to lose something to gain something. Yeah. So like with with that transition of when you found out you had to leave that job. Where did where did fitness fit in with your lifestyle up to forty? Because I'm like you said, I didn't start till. 34 so i'm 41 now so just like yourself it's kind of like i'm i'm behind yeah, 41. you yeah, still yeah. 34, still <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying but just like yourself i was late into it but where did the passion derive to go you know what you were doing something in computers and then you wanted to say no i want to help people where did that come from yeah so so 42 is when i sort of started entered the industry i'm 51 
uh, in a couple of weeks. You don't look or, it. Or, so. maybe, or maybe next week, actually. You don't look it. So whatever we're doing, it's, it's a good thing. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> I think I do, man, with this beard. I need to shave it off. But um, so, so that gives me, you know, about nine years in the industry. So originally, I was always into fitness. Martial arts and fitness were my thing. Mm. And I always used, like, whenever I had people that wanted, like, friends of mine would always call me to train and work out with them because I pushed them. They loved the workouts that I put together and they, you know, and they were, you know, getting like uh, the bodies that they wanted. Like, so I found myself training a lot with m multiple people because they wanted to train with me. Mm. And then people would always say, oh, you should be a PT, you should be a personal trainer um, because, you know, it's, uh, you're, you're really good at it and you motivate people. And then, you know, you look, you know, you obviously, you have a, you know, good physique and people train with you because they want to look like you and all of that yeah. stuff. So um, it never really occurred to me, to be honest. Um, and then um, coupled with that, I enjoyed the, like you said, I enjoyed the helping people element. That's why I, I would train with, like throughout the week, I trained with like literally, you know, six, seven different people because I was helping people get fit yeah. and stuff. Exactly um, the same as me. That's what I said yeah, to you, parallels, yeah. exactly the same as mine, just helping people. And then it was like, yeah. Wait, and yeah. because I, I liked training, I didn't mind, you know, and it was like, it kept me engaged in it because, you know, I was training with different people. So I kept my interests, different fitness levels, men and women different types of training. So it kept me really fit and kept me right across the board um, involved with the fitness. And then, and then I decided, you know what, um, obviously when I hit 40 and I, and, and I was thinking about what I could do as an alternative, and then obviously I got uh, relieved from my, my post. Um, it was one of those things, a quick turnaround, right? I'm, I'm, I'm 42, I need to get back working. What am I gonna do? What's a quick turnaround? What can I, what, what do I know about? And then I started to, do a little bit of research into, you know, entrepreneurship and stuff and, and you know, all that talk about sort of turning your hobbies into, into a business. Mm. And, you know, so it was either martial arts or, or fitness, like teach one of those two things. I thought, you know what, fitness. Fitness is, is, is the thing I enjoy the most and it's something that I've been consistent with throughout my whole life. Mm. And um, working within it, it won't even seem like work because I enjoy doing it. Yeah, exactly. And so it was fitness. So the first thing was to do some certification. So I did a, a gym instructor's course, level two. And then I did the um, the, the personal trainer um, uh, um, certification, level three, which had a uh, anatomy and physiology exam, which I had to take a couple of times because I did fail it. Um, oh, trust it, me, I know that one as well. It wasn't even it, like, I said to someone, you know, when you study again, you haven't studied for a while. Yeah, my yeah. brain, my brain was just like, wait a second. I had to take myself back to a whole another place when I did that, which was so funny. People said, "But why was it?" I said, "It wasn't hard. It's was just, it was just getting my head around it." So I know what you mean. Yeah. It was like, um, um, well, apparently, like junior doctors do similar, you know, yeah. training. So, so it's actually quite a high level of education that you're um, that you're dealing with on the anatomy and physiology. Yeah. And um, I was I was lazy. I didn't sort of like put my time and effort into it. So mm. I failed on a couple of occasions thinking that it would be the same thing. When I went in, the questions were completely different. Different. Oh, All yeah, 40 questions. So All different. Once yeah. I put my head, sat down like yourself, put my head around it, then I managed to um, to pass it. Mm. So that was that minor stumbling block. And at the same time as becoming a personal trainer, I became a, an athletics coach for children because I got approached at an athletics meet um, I was taking my my niece, who's a sprinter, down to an athletics track uh, competition. Surrey's, it was Surrey's Nationals. And um, 
I got approached by someone that says, um, you know, you look like a, you know, you PT or whatever. Are you mm. here with your daughter? I said, oh, no, it's my niece. I said, oh, I'm looking for coaches. Are you interested? And I said, yeah, yeah, I know. I yeah, know. I'll go. So then I became an athletics coach, did did um, a certification with um, uh, England or UK athletics, I think it is, mm. and became a qualified um, athletics coach as well. And that took nice. a couple of years. So at the same time, I was able to sort of do the two together. And the good thing about being an athletics coach is where you have a lot of uh, personal trainers have an issue or have trouble finding um, locations to train clients because a lot of the gyms don't want you there training clients, you know. Yeah. When you're an athletics coach, you have access to basically all the, the tracks up and down the country. Ah, I, didn't even, I didn't actually know that. Right, yeah, yeah. So because as a coach, you are a, um, you're a volunteer. You don't get paid to, to coach, right, unless you're, you've set up a business. So when you coach for a club, you're a volunteer. And because of that, you have, you know, sort of status to get into any of the, um, the tracks. So your client would have to pay or you can sort of put that in to the price that you're charging them. But yeah. you as an individual don't have to pay. And so you have a whole track. And if they've got equipment, you've got access to that as well. So that's what I was doing. That's very clever. I didn't. I, I you just taught me something new today. Like you really taught me. I love when I hear something like that. I'm like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And clients love it. Yeah, they love going on a get, get them on a track, do 400 meters, or do some sprints. That's great. It's it. Perfect. It changes things up a bit. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, if you've got the equipment there as well, there's so much more you can do. And you've got the grass, and then you just the grass version, the middle match, yeah, and yeah. conditioning. That brings me to another question. Obviously, going into the athletic side and the fitness, you love martial arts. Um, what is the best thing you like? Do you like training someone brand new to fitness, or do you like training someone that's a bit of a someone who's like really hardcore? I like training beginners. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, I like, I the, like, is, I like, it, is it the journey? Is it because you like to see journey. the progression? Yeah, it's the journey, and obviously seeing their the change, their bodies change. Um, it's the journey and it's the gratification you get. And it's, it's the appreciation because when you've taken someone from one place to another, they, they, it's almost like they, could, they can't thank you enough. They're just so yeah. grateful for the journey. Um, so yeah, I like beginners. And obviously they're like a blank canvas and they, they soak everything up. And you know, some people can, well, I do it this way or I've been told to do this. Or it's easy to, tip, to train someone or coach someone that's, that's sort of just open to, to all, all things that you're suggesting to them. No, yeah, definitely. And um, with them, I always say with when you've got someone brand new and you're seeing them start to finish, like you said, it's that appreciation. But what it is, is for you as well. Everybody's different. But the yeah. approach that you have as a coach is always the same. But do you feel that when you first had your first ever client, I know you were doing it with friends and people you knew for a while. But when you first got, officially got the hand of money exchanged, did you have a different approach? Because I felt different when I had money given to me. It felt it felt like, oh, I've got to yeah. really it, like home in on a, that. <laughs> that's a really good question because I didn't really take money for quite some time. Hmm. It, I, um, it was so hard for me to take the money. It was like I felt like I was like robbing, robbing them. I didn't, yeah. I didn't I didn't really appreciate my value. And even to some extent, I still don't. Like I people will say, Oh, can you do this? Can you try? And I'll just and I'll do it. Like it's only because of my time now where I physically can't do it. Yeah. But but people have been training me for for, for yonks and not paid me anything. Yeah. Um, at times I don't even know how I've survived. <laughs> because, <laughs> it was it was your old job. That's why it was your old job. But then yeah, your old job didn't give you really, the gratification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really didn't uh, charge people nowhere near enough. Uh, you know, like I should. Yeah. So with like 
what's the next stages and the next steps for you? Because you've, I wouldn't even say you've made a massive jump because I feel like the path that you took led you to where you are now for a reason. And yeah. wherever you, you've ended up, it's where you're supposed to be. So where do you see yourself now, like within the next five years? Do you see Patrick Hutchinson gyms? Do you see, do you want to see your brand go to that extreme to where you're now building your own type of workouts that people are going to do like because there's there's so much avenues and so just like myself yeah. there's so many places we can go but it's being careful that I feel like it's important to make sure that you keep it in the realms of developing people from the ground up rather than helping yeah. people that are already understanding that they need to go to the gym they should go to the gym we're trying to get the base level fitness people so do yeah. you, have you figured that out yet within yourself yeah there's so like there's so many avenues right like so my my immediate um task at the moment i'm currently you know working on my own um vitamins uh fitness and um sorry f- f- supplements and minerals vms you know uh, mm. vitamins minerals and supplements mm. um so i'm currently working on those and hopefully with the pharmaceutical company that i've partnered up with those will be hopefully available in an early next year awesome wicked so that's the first thing um i've been thinking about this long and hard and it's a question of possibly setting up uh a gym yeah my own name my own name like you said something similar or my own branding there's there's possibilities of franchising franchises that already already exist yeah is that is that avenue um but definitely it's i definitely feel i want to go down one of those avenues um also my online coaching i want to delve a bit more into that Mm. i have struggled initially with it because i'm a a one-to-one personable person i train people face to face and so we know it's concept, not online we know it's not yeah. pers- it's not personable because you can't no. be can't do 19 hour days no you can't okay, and the, the concept of um the online stuff is only now sort of coming to me and it's only now i'm, I'm accepting it I'll, I'll always rather be one-to-one with someone but yeah. it's physically not possible and if you want to get to a place where you have 100 or 200 clients you can't do that one-to-one you have to do that online it's the only way right so yeah that's why you have to sort of move with the the times and the future and everybody um you know all the top person trainers have online clients so um you know it's it's the way that people a lot of people want to want to work so so it's fine i guess but yeah definitely gyms definitely in the um in the future but i just haven't decided whether i would just want to jump on a franchise or start my own um, I really haven't figured that one out yet. So in regards to obviously the gyms and working where you're going to be, um, we know that like it's about doing something different. It's something different from other franchises and what they're doing. But with you, yeah. um, we're never going to be in a position where we can't reinvent the wheel. So we've like partnering with other companies because now you are a brand, which is which in a weird. Is that weird for you as well? Because before you're a personal trainer, you're Patrick. Everybody knows you. Yeah, this is Patrick, he's the personal trainer. But now you are a brand. Your face is a brand. We know your face. Yeah, and how has that kind of been where you go somewhere, but you're no longer just Patrick, um, the PT. You're, you're Patrick. You're that guy. So how did that, how did that feel? Because it must, it must feel strange. Like, it must feel really weird. It took, yeah, it took a while getting used to. And, um, you know, I mean, I embrace it now. Um, well, most of the people that come up to me, well, most of it, it's all positive. Um, anything that's negative, I've never had it to my face. So I'm, so, you know, I'm grateful for that. But, um, but yeah, like, like even the other day I was on public transport, which I do travel on uh, from time mm. to time. And when I normally go on there, I normally like wear a mask and put my hood up and stuff. Yeah. 
And um, but I never had my mask. I couldn't find it. So I was on the, I was on this uh, under on the underground, and then I was on the train. Um, and then when I got home on my Instagram account, I had about six messages from people that were on the underground or on the train that day. Said, yeah. "Oh, I saw you." Like they don't say they haven't said nothing. To they haven't me. said nothing they, to you. But they've obviously seen me. Said, "Oh, I saw you in the train," or you know, you've done really well. You do, you're, I love what you do. Saw you on the underground. So like people do see you and, and there's me thinking I'm all inconspicuous. No one's even yeah, like not doing anything. Yeah, I think about that all the time. I'm like, when, nobody when, does this Yeah, where people have actually, they haven't no, recognized me, but they've just, you know, they've left me alone. Um, so yeah, even when you think people are not recognizing you, they are. Yeah, I've had a few DMs like that as well. And yeah, I was like, yeah. And I, I just say, why don't you say something? I always say, I like, say. I I'm like, I'm hello. not, not going to say something to you. So I say, just yeah, say yeah. something. Like, I'm happy to talk. I'm a, I'm a very yeah, yeah, yeah. personal business. And like you said, we take the Jerry Maguire effect, like having less clients and giving more attention. I think that's yeah. more important. The, yeah, the difference yeah. is, is, how do you package something to have less clients so you can make the money you need and give the best, yeah. best experience? Because yeah. that's the hardest part. But I feel that. Hardest part with the exposure you've had you've worked to a point a price point now to where you can attract those type of clients but you being like, probably like myself there's people that are underprivileged people that don't have access people that don't have the understanding of even how the finances to get even in touch with us i feel like it's building something for them that they can grab onto that's affordable yeah. measurable achievable for them to do it and do you feel that like right now fitness for you if you look at it on an instagram side of it do you think it's a bit warped yeah yeah i mean i i do that stuff because it's for all of all the platforms obviously instagram is the best for fitness uh people um and it does do my head in having to constantly um i just like to just be working with people i do like to just you know meet up with them go through their training their sessions have a little chat with them, have the odd coffee with them. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just, sometimes you're listening here as well. There's a lot that comes with bartender. This, uh, yeah, we're bartenders. People don't, yeah. yeah, people don't, yeah, people don't realize. And, um, and sometimes I just want to do all of that and all the other stuff. Um, I do it because I have, you know, I'm told you got, you got to do that. You've got to post this. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Otherwise you won't get engagement. You won't get any more yeah. clients and this and that. So I do all that other stuff reluctantly. But the stuff I really love and enjoy is just the personable side of it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I do love um, your post. I know there was a client that you had put, you've posted a couple of days with one of your clients who's an older client. And I, we, I, we spoke about this in person where people will look at you and look at me sometimes and assume that we're in the client base of getting clients that are like 20, 23, yeah. 24, and assume that that's just where I was like, well, actually, we're like yeah. 35 plus like yeah 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 who we yeah. kind of train like and it's yeah that's who we're they're trying to emulate they're trying to emulate us and our age group our demographic because i can't say to a 25 year old you can look like me because i'm like i know for a fact i'm going to get you there faster because you're 25 like if, yeah. you, if you do what i say for a month you're gonna have a mad body transformation but when you're 40 it takes a little bit longer yeah like, there's a lot more consistency yeah. uh with the older you are but like you say we're walking, talking examples and, and proof that it can be done for our age groups. No, exactly. And would you say um, for you working out wise, because I, I can't wait. That's enough to say I've got me and you going to do a workout together. Like I've, I've got to do a workout with you. What's your favorite type of workout? I'm a cardio dude, but like what's your, what's cardio. your, I, I, I don't, 
if it's skipping or hill sprints on a treadmill or something, I don't mind the cardio. But um, I'm more of a, I guess I'm more of a strength. Strength and endurance. I think I'm I'm more of a strength person, but not. But the thing is with me is I I don't. I mean I can lift quite a, quite heavy weight, but I don't. Like yeah. I I I I lift heavy, but well within my capabilities, if that makes sense. I don't yeah, push myself too much because I don't want to get injured. I've got nothing to prove. I, I I I want longevity. I don't need to get any bigger than I already am. I'm happy oh, with so my size. You you found your parameters of weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, found, I found my weight. Yeah, yeah. I found, yeah. So I so I don't. So I, I do like to lift. I do because originally I started just lifting weights. So I do like to you know do my squats, do my bench press, do do lift weights. Um, and I, I I like to skip a lot, and I do like to do hill sprints. Uh, um, I don't well I don't know if I even like them, but I do do them. That's my, my <laughs> cardio is hill sprints. I was like, who likes hill sprints? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, rephrase that. I don't like it, but I do. Like my my cardio is hill sprints yeah. and and skipping. I'm I'm not a fan of just jogging on running five k's and. Cause I, cause I just, my mind, I just, it, it bores me. I've got to be sort of, yeah. active, you know? Yeah. I've got to, there's a, there's a purpose to the short. I'm a short burst. I like short bursts. Yeah. 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 Things like that. I like short bursts. My body seems to react quicker to it. Better, as well. better to that. And also yeah. my other cardio is martial arts is like, if I'm doing Thai boxing, I'm on the pads, that's knackering. Or if I'm grappling, doing jujitsu, that's, listen, that's the most taxing thing you can ever do. Jujitsu. Yeah. I've never done. Physically, physically taxing, no matter how fit you are, you grapple with another person for, for three to five minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, see, the thought process balance. See, I can't even get my mind around that, man. I'm just like, I, I've never done it before. And when I see it, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm not built for that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it does. It, yeah, it is, uh, it is next level, man. It's different. So what's the next stages um, for you now? Like, I know you've just, you've got a book coming out. So just tell us a little bit about the book and behind the book and the purpose of it and, and what you wanted the messaging to be behind this book and where can we get it and when? Yeah, I mean, I've uh, so my book's actually been out since uh, November the twelfth, twenty twenty, actually. Mm. So it's almost a year coming up November, mm. um, and then um, that was the hard hardback, and then um, April the 29th of this year, the paperback came out, and then the end of August this year, it came out in the states, the paperback. Oh, nice. So, so yeah, it's 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 doing well. Um, I have, there is plans with my management to, for me to get over to the States and visit. There's a few States that I need to visit and uh, oh, help promote nice. the book. Oh, brilliant. Um, but the book, yeah, it came about obviously off the back of, um, you know, June the 13th, 2020, which was yeah. that, that fateful day. And um, it talks a little bit about, um, it's called Everyone Versus Racism. Mm. And it talks a little bit about my upbringing. Um, it talks a bit about the day um, that, you know, I came into the, into the spotlight. It talks a lot about um, it, there's a, there's some uncomfortable conversations going on in the book yeah. where we talk about some historical facts and stuff surrounding people of color and how we've been treated and, and, and stuff. Um, but then at the end, it sort of finishes. I like to think um, I talk. Sorry, it talks about UKI as well, the yeah. the CIC, the community interest company that I've set up yeah. with some of my friends. Um, and then it finishes up on a high note where we talk about what we can do together collectively as a society, as a community, so that we can have equality across the board for everybody, not just for a handful of people. Um, so yeah, that's what the book, and I've had some really good um, reviews. And um, yeah, like a lot of people have told me that 
it's opened their eyes um and um it just it just talks to us i mean it's for everybody but specifically you know a lot of you know white people have spoken to me and said you know what it's just it's just not so hard hitting i i can you know it's it, this my palate can can, can digest can this it. i was gonna say they can digest you know it, you're yeah. not yeah you're not being overly you know sometimes we're making not, people feel bad and they yes, haven't actually yes, done anything right yet. Yeah. yeah so that, so that middle I'm, ground, I'm isn't it? yeah yeah so I, I hopefully i'll pick that middle ground and um and so yeah yeah I'm, I'm quite i'm quite happy i'm quite proud of it to be honest no that is that is amazing and everything you just touched on then is is a reason why everybody should go and get your book um and make sure that read it with open eyes because i can tell that it's it's educational and talking about the black experience because as much as i can tell people about growing up in south london it's hard to actually explain to them what it was like being black in South London and having your own teachers telling you things that were racist and you're like going back home telling your parents and like, but they can't do anything. It's just, it's all over. There's so many things that yeah. people don't yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. And, they, yeah. and they don't get why you're built a certain way or why you have certain conversations. And, and we're unconsciously living a lifestyle where we're built a certain way because we've been through things that people can't even understand. So yeah. it is, I don't expect people to get it because they can't live it yeah exactly you can't get it you can't live it yeah the only people you know what i've had this conversation before and it's a really deep one and the only people that the only white people that can can really live it live in our shoes are those that are in mixed race relationships yeah who like, black children. You, you speak to the white half of a mixed race relationship and they'll tell you for the first time they've yeah. seen the discrimination that their children have received and their partners yeah. have received being with them going out and yeah. stuff and they've actually for the first time been able to actually understand what it's like yeah. Um, they get more you know, upset they actually get more yeah they do they, they, yeah, they're they so do. baffled they by do. like how can this it's like hey to you yeah. i'm just a person but to that person i'm not just a person but yeah uh it's great and i really i just want to say i really appreciate your time it was so cool bumping into you at the icon and just okay. having a, a long chat with you and you just coming on my podcast i can't tell you how much i appreciate this um i don't want to take again i want to take up too much of your time but i just want to say thank you you are um, one of the champions of this industry and even myself i look up to you and i hope a lot of other people can look up to you and see what you've done but not only see what you're doing now but where you're going because oh, um, thank you man thank you man. being one of the future sure. faces of fitness I really yeah man i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure we'll be like we're doing some, some collaborations and and uh you never know mate there could be some business ventures who knows man we do there, will, there will be get some. our heads together man and, and, the, and see what we can do the only place to get there get there is together i always say to everybody yeah. there's a pie and there's a reason why the pies are sliced yeah there's enough for everybody but the whole thing about it is enough for everyone but who is it do you want to eat the pie with that's and that's the thing, you know, and it's working. It's finding those people that you've got synergy with, and you're definitely somebody. We have a very similar thought process. I think we would we would work well together. So let's, yeah, you never know, man. Let's see see what can happen, man. Hundred <laughs> percent, bro. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time, and um, we'll definitely see you very soon, bro, for that workout. Hundred percent. All right, man. Take right. care, my brother. Thanks, guys. See you later.